right. Hey guys, well, welcome back to another episode of Intellectual Conversations. Uh, you probably noticed at this point that I'm not Joshua Hammerling, and you can tell from my not radio voice, <laughs> uh, just this normal voice that uh, Josh moved on to another company. We wish him well, uh, but we hope he comes back to us soon. Um, looking forward to him rejoining the family. So we're well, hoping Josh hoping, boomerangs. Absolutely. We're hoping that Josh is a boomerang. And then that uh, once he gets uh, a little bit of experience under him with a new company, he'll realize that he left uh, the best company in the world and he'll boomerang back to us. And because he realizes uh, how awesome we are here at the Intellect Group. Sure. And we need him for this podcast because we're about to prove, you know, how. <laughs> we another spot for him. So, yeah, exactly. What the, what the word amateur means. Right. Maybe we can just paint a little on the side, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you can see that uh, uh, I'm the director of operations for the Intellect Group, John Thompson, and our president, my boss, uh, is going to be with me here. Uh, we'll be muddling through it, trying to do some of the stuff uh, together that Josh did on his own. But hey, the topics are really going to stay the same for uh, the podcast moving forward. We're going to keep it light. Obviously, the topics will be a little bit different because Casey and I have a different history than what Josh and I had. Uh, so there'll definitely be more current <laughs> in terms of uh, our funny scenarios. And we'll try and recognize some of our folks. Uh, for example, Damian McFarlane is a new person that joined the Intellect Group this last week. And he had the most amazing profile PowerPoint that I've seen yet. No offense to everyone else, but it was hilarious. And then he had this like zillion dollar camera. Did you see that thing in his in his photo? The one where he was like in the bushes? <laughs> I bet that camera was like five grand. Like shooting uh, something that was two miles away with clarity. Maybe, maybe a rhino. <laughs> Shooting's probably not the right word. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't I know much is. about cameras. Yeah, but I asked him if we could use that profile, but uh, I asked him too late. So maybe when we do it the next time, I'll be able to show it and you guys can, or just go to our newsletter that's published every Friday morning, check it out and uh, see his profile and uh, meet our newest member. Um, to that end, podcast at theintellectgroup.com is our email, and we'd really love you to use it. <laughs> Since we received one email, and that was from Josh testing it out um, over the last six months or so, really, it's just an email for you guys to throw up there uh, to give us topics, give us feedback. What do we talk about that you liked? What do we talk about that you're not interested in? Uh, that's a great uh, avenue for you to give us feedback. Another way is to simply put, when we post this on YouTube, uh, comments um, in the comments section. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Um, we would appreciate that. Are you ready to get started, Casey? Yeah, let's roll. But uh, to, to the point of the podcast email, I'd just say we, we'd love to get input about topics. I mean, we come up with topics that we think might be of interest, but hearing really what is of interest is certainly a preferred well, method. So, okay. Yeah. We do know not to be flipping, but we do know that everyone wants more PTO. So you can <laughs> save that uh, topic. You know, we uh, try to be a... as generous as we can with our PTO policies and uh, supporting our clients and everything like that. But uh, right. we'll have a PTO segment every, every time. No, no, yeah. we, we won't. <laughs> the standing PTO request segment. Okay. Well, uh, for our first segment, just let's just, what you, what have you been doing lately? I know you had a fantastic, you showed some vacation pictures. It looked pretty sweet on the water. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, actually just a long weekend. Uh, a sort of friend colleague let us use their lake house 
uh, about an hour and 15 minutes south of here, kind of close to the Pinehurst area. So uh, we went down there and enjoyed a few nights on the lake, um, got to use their boat and uh, do a little tubing and um, a little paddle boarding, kayaking. Just it was nice to to get a break. Uh, but at the same time, pretty quick, um, I brought my golf clubs, which it was uh, wishful thinking just being in the Pinehurst area. I said, it's better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them. But they stayed, in the, they stayed in the truck, you know, it was, uh, wow. your wife was probably like, yeah, you can bring them. It, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. But, not uh, leaving, but yeah, it, um, it was a, it was a fun, fun week. It's really nice to, uh, you know, just get up early and grab a cup of coffee and sit out by the the water yeah. there's you know it's, it was a pretty small lake pretty quiet lake so there's just a lot of you can hear the um the birds and everything and it's just a little bit it's peaceful you know especially as we head into the kind of the the hectic transition back to school and kids back in school and waking up early for the bus and you know and the there there's all sorts of things that come along with uh, the the Labor Day and post Labor Day weekend and back to school and everything. So it was nice to unwind for a little bit. It definitely looked peaceful, a calm water there. I was slightly jealous. You do a great job of the balance thing. Um, I, I know maybe you're forced to because you have younger children, <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I don't do as good a job as keeping work separate. I've never been good at that, but I have noticed, uh, and it's a great, I mean, it's really, a, you know, a, sort of a template for all of us to say, you know, hey, when work is done, work is done. Uh, you don't call people on the weekends. You don't. You keep it to a minimum. Other, you know, we have proposals sometimes that go onto the weekends, so you can't avoid that. But um, that's one of the great things about this company that I love is if I want to work on the weekend, hey, knock yourself out. <laughs> but you're not required, and it's not gonna. Uh, yeah, you're just not required. I, I love that. Uh, great balance. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's a cultural thing i mean i we're a results-based business we're accountable we get our job done but it's not clock punching in the sense that i'm expecting people to work the weekend and those who are you know is it's some badge of honor right yeah. of wow look how look how that person works seven days a week and burns it's almost the opposite. It's yeah. Almost, yeah. why were you I, working this weekend <laughs> i would much rather uh you know people unwind and and come in fresh on a monday morning than then show how hard they were working over the weekend. And there's always exceptions with, especially like you mentioned, proposals and things. And when I'm on vacation or PTO and or on the weekend, if something needs to get done, I've got my laptop, I will pop it open and I will do it. I'm certainly not going to disconnect to the point where I hold things up. Right. But at the same time, I'm not going to spend my vacation just answering emails and doing things that can be done when I'm not on vacation. And I right. would hope that that's the case for most people and i'm trying to lead by example in terms of yeah. what i expect there from what i can tell that's you know maybe our recruiters say they pull a little extra hours because what a what a tough job that is uh, but otherwise I, I just mentioned the proposal stuff because obviously we're in one right now like we always are normally uh but yeah it was just fresh in my mind for me uh, what's happening lately is uh finally took my pmp so i finally became an official project manager um, with my number and everything congratulations on the record yeah yeah i mean i did it so quickly <laughs> yeah i mean i like i told you i gave you that two-year deadline and you just finished within like a day uh 
Well, maybe okay. it was three, maybe it was ninety days. I can't remember, but either way, I, I mean, I finally told you I was going to take the test like eighteen months ago, or or eight, uh, at the eighteen month mark. And just for everyone who's thinking about doing PMP, <clears throat> this not the all jokes aside, just do it. Don't wait. It's not that crazy hard test. It's difficult. Don't get me wrong. It's very difficult. But if you think, just take the test. If you've studied, if you take, if you've taken a boot camp. Don't wait. Take it. If you if you fail it, the world is not over. You find out um, the type of test that it is. I I think it's akin to sort of promotion testing for the enlisted Air Force. It's kind of like that, but there's a methodology to the test. There's a methodology to what they call PMBOK, you know, the the reference material for the test. If you understand that methodology, you're going to be fine. The other part that I had a sort of a head a head start on is servant leadership. I've studied servant leadership for the last, I don't know how long, decades maybe. And if you know those concepts and if you read books on it or you just, you know, you're, I would say, a, a student of it, you're going to be fine. If you just take care of your people and give them what they need to accomplish the mission, the job, um, satisfy their needs, if you will, um, you're going to be way ahead on PMP. So a lot of people that retire from the Air Force, you're going to be further along understanding how to be a project manager than you realize. Um, so yeah, don't wait like I did <clears throat> scared to, scared to fail. Yeah. I think if you're prepared and then take it right. And the worst thing that happens is I, does it not give you feedback too, like on areas you need to shore up. So if you were to, it does feel it, then it would kind of help you zero in on what you know well and what you need to work on to pass 100%. it. The next thing. It goes by the category and you'll know ahead of time what those categories are. It'll tell you exactly where you're short in and you just, brush up on that and uh you're golden i did hear it's harder now i took it 13 years ago and it wasn't easy then it was still a four-hour test and i think for me that was the hardest part of is concentrating yep. and not getting mentally fatigued with that many hours of testing right it's just a it depends on you right it depends on that sort of thing what kind of mental energy do you have do you do you need that break? So get out of that room. Each break they give you, they give you two breaks. You can take 15 minutes twice. I took the 15 minutes after the first uh, 90 questions and I regretted it because I came back and I could not focus in. So I didn't take the other break. I just kept pressing. So for me, that break was more of a distraction, more of, you know, it just, it threw me off course. So um, it's up to you what you think is, is best for you. But yeah, they give you they give you breaks so you can recharge your batteries. Um, but agile is the thing that's different now. But from when you back in the you know the seventies when you took back, it <laughs> back in the day, yeah, uh, they do agile. You know, it's agile development, software development. That that's half the test essentially. Um, I again had a leg up because I did that as a contractor on the ACC staff. So you know, study agile. <laughs> if you haven't done anything with agile, then then you have to get into that before you take that test. Anyway, and it's pass fail, right? So it's like the fail. the doctors of the world and everyone else. You can be last in your class, or yeah, in this case, you can pass by one point and you wear the credentials. Yeah. So they have a target and then above target. As long as you meet the targets for that, and I really this scoring system seems bizarre to me, but uh, as long as you're getting that thumbs up and you passed and your PNP number. I don't want to say who cares, but yeah, kind of, kind of who cares. 
Well, I've, I've definitely seen a, a upgrade in your work in the last couple of weeks now that you've had that credential. Uh, so I'm not sure if I should laugh at that like I laughed at it the first time you told that joke. Oh, you're diving me out now. That It is funny, though. The first uh, time I used the joke, it was one-on-one -on -one and no one had to know that now that you've told everyone. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was like legitimate feedback you were giving me. <laughs> I don't know if it's a confidence thing or what. I've just really seen a, yep. an upgrade in your work. And uh, that'd be a lesson to everyone. Now it's a solid B. Absolutely. I'm shooting for the B plus. <clears throat> hey, uh, let's keep this light. That was a little bit uh, about the job. And if anybody has any questions on PMP, anybody, uh, any of our program managers or Casey or myself, just send us an email. We'll, I love to talk about it since, you know, it was a two year ordeal for me. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun and I do love talking about it. We got several, several people that would be willing to, to help or give their two cents. Yeah. So, and everyone has different uh, learning needs and different perspectives. So having multiple people that have gone through it um, could be helpful if you're thinking about taking it. Jim Gilbert, um, who's recently become a capture manager for us, is on a, a cloud project. Um, he sent me the books so he sent me like the brand new text, sort of the pay it forward thing. Um, I, I'm If you're out there and you want to study for your PMP, send me a note. I'll send you the books as long as you just pay it forward each time. When you're done using them, send them to somebody else. And uh, Jim Gilbert was was fantastic in, in finally getting me to take the test. Uh, so y'all, everybody needs somebody, right? Y'all, everybody needs a cheerleader. And that was Jim for me. But hey, um, I... On this podcast, we have to talk about it. Um, in spite, it, college football started. College football started. And, uh, of course, the best team in the nation, Notre Dame, started week zero over there in Dublin, Ireland, and destroyed Navy. Um, I know you watched that uh, from start to, start to end, start to finish. Uh, all jokes aside, uh, how's my amulet? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a well-rounded college football enthusiast, so I can talk about many teams beyond Miami. I did enjoy the uh, the week zero sort of Notre Dame, Navy, yeah. Ireland match matchup. My family, the Clifford family's Irish Catholic and came over from Ireland a few generations ago. And my grandfather didn't go to college, but was a Notre Dame, you know, because I'm Irish, I'm a Notre Dame fan guy and would watch every I'm Saturday. Catholic. So and, I'm a Notre Dame fan, Catholic. And he's, you know, he's since uh, passed, but I was even thinking about him just of, you yes. know, watching that game and thinking about him during that. And, uh, you know, week week zero, uh, there's a, there was a couple matchups. Was that when the Florida-Utah uh, game was, or was that yeah. part of the kickoff for week one? I think it was uh, Florida. Yeah, I think Florida-Utah was that. Yeah. Either way, that was another, another good one. I, you know, I'm a Miami fan, so anytime – Florida uh, gets embarrassed on the national stage. Um, you know, that was, that was fun to watch. There was just a, a good lineup in week one, week one. It was, it was yeah. fun to watch. There was a lot of interesting games and I'll kind of brush over Miami a little bit and just skip straight to the Monday night uh, Duke Clemson game. I mean, that was, that was pretty fun to watch too. I went back and, and I watched the extended highlights and how did Clemson lose that game? That's that's what I mean. I know their quarterback's great at Duke. I understand that he's he's going to be a, a big time guy, but they had so many mistakes, Clemson. 
And uh, yeah, but Duke had a lot of mistakes too. And, and that's, that's when true. you get that's in those true. kind of ruts of just pointing out the team that should have won's mistakes. Fair I enough. mean, Duke had some false starts on third and ones, third and twos, where they got three points instead of six. And, you know, it, it works that's both fair. ways there. And I think that, uh, you know, for me, it's like, you know, you look at the, the blue chips and the five stars on one side and the, the hardworking gritty three stars on the other yeah. side. And you see who plays discipline football and who works together as a team and who's well coached and, and certainly having, I mean, it's been proven over and over by good teams, having a, a quarterback who's <laughs> a game changer is everything. Right. And he showed it. He, he surprised me with a little bit of his quickness when he got that edge. Um, I, I did not see it coming. He just took a couple strides and he outdistanced that, that DB. I thought, holy crap, this guy, this guy's no joke. It looked like he wanted it more, right? Yeah, like it, yeah. it, that was like a desire thing. If you line those two guys up for a 40 yard or a hundred yard dash, like right. that, that cornerback has to beat him every time, but yeah, just looks like he wanted it more. So yeah, I just, right. it was a lot of fun and we've got mm -hmm. some good, matchups coming up this week with Miami and A&M and with Texas and Alabama. And I'm sure there's others, but those are at the top Saturday of my NC list. State. Hey, I mean, That'll be NC a good State one. did not look uh, great in the first week against UConn, but it was they're, UConn. they're another one of those tough teams that, you know, I don't think that'll be a, a cakewalk. Well, when you go to NC State, that's rough. And that's where yeah. I've got tickets to Miami at NC State um, sometime in October, I think that is. And I think I told you I've got tickets to the Duke-Notre uh, Dame game, and which on the surface when I got the tickets seemed like, oh, you know, Notre Dame comes in, it's a packed house, you know, it's always fun to see them. And now I'm like, huh, this might be a ball game a little bit. So, But LSU, FSU had to be the, the story. And uh, Brian Kelly's big mouth, not that I don't like him because he's a former Notre Dame coach, but <clears throat> that dude is, I just don't like him. I just don't yeah. I mean, as a, again, as a Miami fan, it was hard to root for FSU. Uh, as a guy that has a couple teams in the ACC, it wasn't bad seeing the mighty yeah. SEC lose a couple, including the, North Carolina, South Carolina game, uh, I think the day before right. that. So South Carolina's so depleted though. They they lost a bunch of transfers and then a bunch of dudes went pro early last year. Um, they did not look good. You know, it's always uh, we can probably wrap this up by saying that <laughs> it's easy to overreact to week one, either in a positive or negative way, right? And there's a lot of football to be played and there's a lot of teams that have lost the first game of the year and gotten embarrassed and then ran eight or nine straight and played in a championship game too. So, True. you know, you really never know how things will go, but it, it is fun to have it back and to, uh, you know, be able to look forward to that on the, on the weekends. Yeah. I mean, I love talking college football, but you're right. We did spend a couple minutes on that, but I just wanted to mention um, when we were talking about what's up lately, uh, the DRSN work, the work we wanted off at Air Force Base. And we we brought on uh, 10 folks that were incumbents and were, were filling the uh, the roster as we move forward. Uh, what a great win and a great location with a great mission. 
Yeah, you know what? Offit has always had a special place in my heart. I mean, my father-in-law was stationed there at SAC and my wife grew was born and raised in Papillion. And it's right. it's been a project since, you know, I started in the DOD space as a contractor. You know, we've had work at Offit and some longtime, very loyal employees there. And it's it's always been a, a special place for us. And to grow that team and um, with, you know, some new complementary work has been really, um, really pleased with all that. You're and excited right. I mean, to meet our new our, our new team members. Yeah, I, I got a chance to get out there with uh, Miguel and, uh, and with Travis Leach as well to, to meet them all. It's a great team, and uh, I'm really looking forward to going back and seeing some of those junior guys that we picked up. Uh, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun because you know they're a little bit younger. And I enjoy that. Uh, but we yeah, do. You just got to watch those January trips where you don't know if you'll land in two feet of snow or. Uh, I'm not going to January unless you force me to. <laughs> it ain't happening. We'll take a <laughs> vote. We'll see if the uh, the team wants you there in January. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, we, we do have a support staff that's got so many ties to Opit, though, between Lee, one of our um, strategic advisors, one of our, I call him a gray beard, uh, Lisa, she, her, she's got family there right now stationed at Opit, and she goes back regularly. Um, yeah, there's a, a lot of connections with the, the support staff to Opit Air Force Base, so it's fantastic that we um, want some more work there, and hopefully we keep keep it up. There's definitely a common thread in our company with a lot of airborne linguists in their background, right? And the Intel space that we're in. And uh, it's pretty hard to be an airborne linguist and not go through off it uh, at least once or probably more than that. So uh, certainly a lot of folks that have um, done their service there, but also experienced a lot of what the uh, Omaha area has to offer with the college world series and the new ballpark out in papillion and other things out there that they have locked. Right. Um, Otherwise next week, uh, or probably in a couple weeks, depending on this proposal uh, that came out recently, uh, we'll try and get Jim Bellamere on here. Uh, Jim Bellamere is our, I'll say new vice president of strategy and uh, maybe get him on here to talk about besides having fun because we're both friends with him. Um, also, uh, get a little more serious and bring some of his experience to bear here, and we'll, we'll figure out what what we want to talk about. Yeah, and I don't know if we have any time left to uh, discuss just the the new yeah. branding. Very excited about Thank the you. new logo. We've put some some uh, information out there about it. I see you wearing the old logo, which is totally fine. Nobody is prohibited from wearing it. It'll soon be a very coveted vintage piece but uh we are working to get the new logo the new swag out as quickly as possible but we're not rushing it so instead of just ordering shirts and getting them out there and then realizing that we don't really like them they don't fit well they're not you know this or that we're taking the time to at least you know make sure they meet our standards and once we kind of are able to see that we'll get them out to everybody so Wanted to mention that uh, as yeah. well. Thanks for bringing it up. I I forgot I didn't have it on my notes. Um, definitely need to talk about the branding. I mean, I mean, it's so easy to change the brand, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're very methodical, right? And you want to, again, you want to be fast, but you also need to get it right. This isn't something we're looking to change every six months or anything like that. So we wanted to 
really be confident in what we were doing and have some purpose behind it. And then once we landed on that, you know, put some guidelines around it and how we use it. But now we're at the point of, you know, we've ordered, I'm, I've got the the old coin here. We ordered the new coins, but um, nothing changes as far as our focus areas and our core values, uh, which are on here. Very important to us, but the the logo and the branding, um, you know, we believe reflects where we are today and where we're going. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I really like it. I, it's sharp. It's simple. Um, um, I think it's a great change. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with the old logo, but it's nice to. Uh, I don't want to say it's more serious. Is that is that fair to say? It's a little more serious. Yeah, maybe more serious. Um, but, uh, you know, with the old logo, it's been six years and it's, you know, it was just, it felt like it was time to, you know, right. kind of reflect on, look in the mirror, reflect on who we are, where, where we're going. And yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was alluding to was, um, I was going to bring it up earlier, but this is the perfect time. We've, uh, we're north of 150 people now. So we've sustained more than 150 uh, full-time employees now for, for a few months, for a couple months. And um, the only way is up, basically. So I think, yeah, as we are evolving, getting a little bit larger, I don't want to say getting more serious, but uh, it's maybe uh, a little more professional and not so, maybe that's behind the scenes we don't want to talk about. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think we've always been professional. Um, the logo I, I would say maybe maturity, but that's in a just in a pre preparation for growth way. But you know, our professionalism, I think, is is un unmatched. And I believe that um, you know, one of our core values is authenticity. Very important to me. We are who we are. We're not trying to be somebody we're not. You know, we're not trying to be a company we're not. Uh, but we know what we want to be and what we want to do and how we want to treat people. And right. authenticity is a big part of that. Okay, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining us again. As I said, that's going to be the format that we use. And we look forward to um, seeing you all again. It's going to be on any, our podcast is going to be on any place that you, you know, you digest your podcast. And of course, it'll be on YouTube, which I always prefer uh, the visual as well. Again, leave us your comments there if you want to see something different or if you just want to talk about how Miami's a an amazing college football team. There you go. I was going to say careful, but you finished it <laughs> properly. Yeah, I know where my bread is buttered. Okay, everyone. Uh, thanks so much, and we'll see you next next time.